Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast on this Monday, February 15th. Did you guys all have a good Valentine's Day? I hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. You know, I really love love. I just think love is such a great thing, and I hope everybody was able to celebrate love yesterday. Or if you're one of those people that's feeling a little bit bitter right now about love, I hope that you were able to adequately bitch about love. And if you were like doing a Galentine's or you were just sitting home watching TV or doing whatever you did, I hope you had a great day yesterday. This actually kind of segues into my topic for this week's podcast about, um, actually this podcast is not about love at all. It's about negativity. But the idea of it came when I was talking to somebody about love last week and I was in my, you know, sickeningly positive state saying about how much I loved love and you know to give you guys a a feel for who I am I uh, have not had sex in well over a year so like I'm loving love from the most celibate solo standard of pandemic you know uh, whatever you want to call it that you that you could ever see like here I am I mean I'm as am as alone as it it could possibly seem that a person could be but yet I have a lot of love in my life. I have tons of fucking love in my life. I have, you know, I have so many people that I love so dearly and that love me. And I love to celebrate love. So I was talking to a friend about it and my friend responded with just a heavy dose of negativity about love. Which, you know, you sometimes can get from people when they're not in love or in a relationship or having you know, a great time with love at that moment. And so that was what I received. And I, yeah, I I was uh, annoyed, but I didn't, I didn't really respond to it. I, I felt like, okay, like this person is probably just not in the mood to be talking about love because they're either not in love or they're not, you know, feeling the best about love. And how can I expect that everybody is just going to jump on the love train because I'm on the love train? But what I did do after that experience was I didn't really respond because I thought, okay, responding to this is not going to do anything for me and it's not going to do anything for this person. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to let it pass. I'm just going to let this experience pass. But then I internalized that experience and I noticed it appearing in my life the following day. I didn't want to go running. I was trying to, I'm in this online community and I was avoiding participating in the community. A couple of people reached out, hey, where you been? 
And um, it wasn't just because of this experience. There were other things that had happened in the week that had caused me to sort of become focused on something else, other negative things. And because of the culmination of all these negative things that I was internalizing, I resisted that community and people noticed. And I noticed that it was the negativity from a set of circumstances that just caused me to internalize and to not do good things for myself. So this is not new for me. This isn't something that is brand new to this situation. This is actually something that I am very familiar with. And I want to talk about negativity being infectious in your life because when there is a bout of negativity that occurs from a person or from your job or from your spouse or from your family or wherever it might be coming from, you don't just absorb that negativity and it just neutralizes. Like it it stays there unless you actively do something about it. And if you don't, then it festers there until you act negatively towards you. This is something that I learned about working in customer service. I worked in customer service for a really long time. A lot of people in my life work in customer service. And when you work in customer service, I worked in hospitality for years. And the one thing that I learned about from working in hospitality is that people can be terrible. They can be absolutely terrible. And none of it is because of you. Like people are mean, they're nasty, they're entitled. They can be wonderful, but a lot of times they're mean. And why are they that way? People are mean when they're hungry. People are mean when they're stressed out. Like I worked in Times Square people are stressed out. Like it's a stressful place. And a lot of these people are coming from you know, the Midwest where everything is just so slow and happy and easy. And then you get to Times Square and a 20-ounce bottle of soda is $85. And all of a sudden, you don't know what happened to your last paycheck and you've only been there 12 hours hours like it's it's a stressful place there are people asking you for money every other block there are people that are dressed in weird characters every other block I mean there's just some kind of sensory in every single direction and you're just being shoved and pushed and prodded I mean Times Square was was like America on on like crack it uh, whatever I'm not you know I can't know I don't know if that was an accurate drug description but it's like America just on speed I mean, on crazy, crazy amounts of speed. And that was where I was. And people were nasty because they were not only hungry, but they were just like pulled through the sensory overload that is not just New York City, but that particular microcosm of New York City. So it was just a lot. It was a lot for them at at all times. So the way that they respond when they're stressed out and tired and hungry and broke and, you know, just lost or whatever, their feet hurt because they haven't walked more than three blocks in eight years, is that they treat you badly. <laughs> and that was what happened. And I did that. I did that for a lot, that work for a long time. And I was treated badly for a long time. Uh, my ex-boyfriend and I used to talk a lot about this because he worked in IT And the behavior was very similar. People would treat him like shit all the time. And for similar reasons, their internet doesn't work. They have a business to run. They need their internet to work immediately because of the business. Because if they don't 
you know, they can't do the things that they need to do for the business, then the business isn't going to lose it. Maybe they're going to lose a client today. If they lose a client, how are they going to pay this bill? How are they going to take care of their family? Like people are catastrophizing. I can't say that word properly. Catastrophizing. That's the word. Everything in their head that could possibly happen or will happen or everything because the internet doesn't work or because their computer doesn't work and their son has a school project or whatever it could be. I mean, IT and hospitality and all of these industries where you work in service you just you deal with people that are on the brink of stress and catastrophe all the time and they just they throw their negativity onto you and you absorb it so then you have to figure out how to get rid of it and that's where the phrase negativity is infectious came from and actually I learned that phrase from my ex-boyfriend who worked in IT he was the one that said it to me he said negativity is infectious always said it to me never really realized how infectious negativity was until I stopped working in hospitality and then I started realizing that all of a sudden I didn't have this feeling that I always had had this feeling like someone's always mad at you somebody is always just treating you like like trash all the time I mean and it's it's nobody's fault it's just the way that it is and I started doing things for myself and, and I got into a lot of practices to be able to center myself and to bring myself into a, a good headspace, um, really good headspace. Now, there's a lot of things that I did to eliminate anxiety in my own life, like I stopped smoking and I stopped drinking. I had my anxiety my entire life until I stopped doing those two things. But, you know, really the, picking up a mindfulness practice, meditation, you know, doing things just – I remember – Buying a bar of soap and just the, a bar of soap that I liked the smell of. This is right after I stopped working in hospitality. And it was such a big deal for me. I just took it as this huge spiritual epiphany that I was able to buy this bar of soap. It was scented bourbon cedar. I forget what brand. I like fragrances that are traditionally meant for men, but I don't believe in attaching a gender to a particular scent. Although I would say that this is men's soap. And I bought this bar of soap and it was just, it was fantastic. And I thought I never did things for myself like that. I never did anything like that. So now, you know, moving forward in my life, um, what I do now, there there can be times where there are negativity because, you know, part of the job that I do is that people aren't always in this positive zen space because if they were then I wouldn't have a job <laughs> so people are people just aren't always there I mean sometimes people are you know dealing with all sorts of things that put them in a, in a headspace that isn't always the most positive and sometimes you can be on the receiving end of of negativity as a coach as, as anyone but anytime that you're providing a service for anybody in, in any capacity um you can be on the receiving end of negativity, which is which has nothing to do with you. It, it really, I mean, it's just, it, it didn't just come from the person that gives it to you. That person received it from someone else. It's infectious. It comes from an unidentified source. Like, like negativity gets passed from one person to another person to another person to another person. So it, it can be for any reason. And, you know, because nobody's life is always going to be a big lump of happy horseshit. Like, it just isn't. Like, we are humans. We go through bouts where things are stressful and where things can be negative. And we are so, it is so easy, like an electrical current, for us to take that negativity and just push it out as soon as it comes in. And the way that it often goes is that it often either gets pushed onto someone else immediately or we punish ourselves with it. 
So I find myself internalizing negativity quite a bit. Um, and I talked a little bit about it, but I mean, what I used to do really, and this is something that I always used to default to back when I drank was, well, I had a hard day, so I am going to go get trashed. I'm going to go get shit-faced. This is, this is so important. I had a hard night at work. These people were terrible. These people were terrible. This boss was terrible. This person was micromanagerial. This person, you know, treated me like I have the IQ of a squid. I, what the fuck? Like, I just, and I would. I would just say, okay, well, you know, Jameson and Estella times four. You know, you get out of work at whatever time. And then it, it just turned into this, who was really hurting at that point it was me I was I was punishing myself and people do this all the time like okay I someone has treated you badly or unfairly so what do you do you get drunk do you do you overeat do you eat too much like okay you had a really shitty day so you're gonna go and eat a half gallon of ice cream um, do you sleep all day? Do you feel like you had a horrible day so you need to spend the day in bed because, you know, it's just too much for you to pull yourself out of bed? Um, if you think I don't understand that, I promise you I do. I mean, there was a time, there was a time, I, it's been it's been a few years. I would say that it's probably been about six or seven years now, but there was a time about six or seven years ago where if I had a day where I didn't have any obligations whatsoever, that entire day would be spent in bed. Like if I opened my eyes at 4 p.m., that was normal. The whole day would be gone. There were times in the wintertime, and I live in New York City, so in December, you know, after December, what, 21st, I believe, is when the days start getting longer. But, you know, early December, there would be times where I would, I would wake up and it would be dark. Like it would already be evening because I I had wasted all of that day. I had just let that day pass. I I couldn't I couldn't get a handle on it. Like it was I was so drained from my life and the negativity, and it was because I was just internalizing everything, and I was punishing myself with alcohol, drinking, drinking too much, not having a positive outlet, not having the tools to neutralize the feeling of the negativity. So I wasn't able to sit at peace with myself, to be able to breathe deeply, to be able to activate my parasympathetic nervous system, to be able to turn off the stress levels. I was constantly in withdrawal from alcohol, which I didn't know at the time. I was constantly in withdrawal from nicotine, which I didn't know at the time. I mean, so my body, and I, and I never drank any water. I used to drink about three liters of diet soda every day. So like just chemicals. Just I, I, If I don't get brain cancer, it will be a miracle. Like just chemicals galore gushing through my body all the time. Never drank water. I never drank a glass of water. I was dehydrated. So just dehydrated and, you know, when you feel your brain in your skull just shrinking like a raisin it feels like. Because that was how I was treating myself. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot. When I, when I started getting my life in order, when I started getting healthy, I learned that first and foremost, nobody can make you feel any kind of way. Nobody can. So as right now, I'm very, very good at it. So if somebody does toss negativity in my direction, I usually am good at neutralizing it in the knowledge that it has nothing to do with me. And whenever you receive negativity from someone in your life, know that it likely has nothing to do with you. 
it has everything to do with that person. It has nothing to do with you. So don't ever feel like somebody is being negative or somebody's being whatever way because of you. It has to do with them and their own feelings about themselves. And that's why they're acting that way. So if you can just keep that in the forefront of your mind, then, you know, nine times out of ten, you can overpower it. But then there's the times where, you know, there's emotion attached. Like what if it's from a spouse or what if it's from your mother? (laughs) You know, like nobody can make you feel more like shit than your mother. I don't care. I don't care. If your mother is still living, if you are fortunate enough to have your mother with you in your life, your mother will be able to drive you to drink faster than any single person. We had a sign uh, on the wall at my last job that said, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. It is so true. Your mother can drive you to drink. I'm telling you, it's your mother. Why? Because you have a lot of emotion tied up in your mother. Like your mother is the person that gave you life and is the person that you have known the longest out of every single person that you've ever known. I mean, all the all the good stuff that you have came from her. All the bad stuff you have probably came from her. I mean, maybe maybe not. I mean, but likely. So there's a lot tied up in your mother. So... Yeah, your mother can, if your mother says something negative towards you or slaps you with some negativity, you're going to have, you're probably going to have some emotion about that. It's going to be hard for you to say, okay, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with her. Like you can practice and you can practice and you can practice, but I mean, it's still your mother. You're still going to have these feelings. So when that happens, then you got to, you got to start building some strategies. And my advice is that the strategies that you should employ are strategies that are really just leaning into your well-being you need to lean into your well-being you need to create solid habits that you can depend on the foundation of solid habits that you do day after day after day after day a journaling habit is very useful people are like oh yeah that sounds like whatever blah 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 no no no. a journaling habit is very useful getting your thoughts out of your head and onto the the paper so so useful so useful a mindfulness practice is so useful grounding yourself in the present moment because a lot of this a lot of this stuff with this negativity is living in the past so a lot of times we as human beings like to live in the future we like to think like long far into the horizon we like to think about what's going to happen where we're going to be but a lot of this other stuff is living in the past so if you're thinking about something that someone said to you three days ago you're reliving the emotion of three days ago you're never getting past it you're just reliving and reliving and reliving and reliving and we can take this to bigger scales like I could I could say that I'm pissed off about something that somebody said to me three days ago I could also say that I'm pissed off about you know something that happened in my childhood like I'm upset because I'm upset because oh like about what like about something that happened all these years ago so what happens when you're you're reliving this upset and you're never moving past it and you're never forgiving anyone and you're never you know you're never moving forward then you, you, you're seriously setting yourself up to just keep reliving the same old emotion. It's never neutralizing. You have to be able to get out of the past and into the present. That's what mindfulness does. That will ground you into the present moment. Focusing on what's happening right now. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably hear the noise of New York City in the background. I am fortunate in that I have my noise-canceling earphones in right now. Uh, did I just say earphones? airpods in right now but i know when i re-listen to this before i go to edit it and push it out into the universe i know that i'm going to hear all that noise outside and and that's kind of uh that's a good thing 
And that's a good thing. When you close your eyes and you breathe and you listen to the noise that's happening right now, you're in the present. And in this present moment of right now, right at this very moment in time, I know this seems abstract, but stick with me. In this present moment, at this very, very moment right now when we're listening to the annoyance that's happening outside in New York City, you're hearing these, or for you, listening to this podcast that has been previously recorded, but you're still hearing it in the present moment along with my voice, this is what's happening in this moment. This is the moment that you can control. You have ultimate, complete control over this moment right now. This is what's happening right now as we sit here together. And if you can close your eyes and just focus right now on what's happening right now, on your breath, and ground yourself in the present, you can lower your anxiety. You can approach the world with a clear head. You can approach things with the ability to think clearly. And you can neutralize a lot of that negativity and stop repeating it. A lot of that negativity that that you're internalizing is something that happened already and is over. I mean, like if you have like a fight with your boss – and you're thinking about it the whole rest of the day. You're thinking about it on your drive home. You're thinking about it as you're cooking dinner. And then all of a sudden, your husband does the most annoying thing ever, like licks his fingers or something, which you can't stand. And you haven't been able to stand it for like seven years. But you never said anything because you just didn't want to fight about it. But then in that moment, because you had a fight with your boss that you've been reliving all day, you'd never move past the feeling. All of a sudden, you're like, can you stop it? And then what? You've just released the negativity onto him. And now he has it. And now it's living in him. And now he's upset. And that's going to live there until either he finds a way to neutralize it or he's going to relive that moment with you until he just ditches it right back to you. And that's how this works. Like this is how it works. So when the the negativity gets to you, you have the choice. You have the choice to push it on to someone else, which is the easy way to do it. That, that's It's really easy. Or you can do the alternative, which is lean into your well-being. Realize it has nothing to do with you. Lean on practices that you have cultivated over time to bring yourself into a place where you can neutralize those crappy feelings. Bring yourself into the present moment. Focus Just do all of those great things for yourself. Don't internalize. Try not to relive. And yeah, because negativity, it's really, really, really infectious. I've had a lot of practice. Believe me. Believe me. I've had a lot of practice. And, you know, you get really good, you know, especially after doing work. Like I give, they always say, I I don't know, the proverbial they. Who's they? (laughs) People People always used to say to me that had worked in customer service, but we're done with it. They would say, oh, you know, we always we always tell people you should do that work for at least a year. And I, I agree. I agree that everybody should do that work. I agree that everybody should have the opportunity to serve someone else in some way. Because it's powerful. It's really powerful. And you get really good at knowing and learning about how to keep yourself in a good space despite what's going around and going on around you. And being able to radiate positivity. I mean, even when you're not feeling positive, just being able to radiate good energy. It doesn't necessarily always have to be, you know, this big, crazy, happy horse shit, whatever. But just being able to be in a spot where you don't react all the time. I mean, being a reactor doesn't doesn't do much for you, you know? So that's what I got for you guys today. 
Negativity is infectious. I hope you guys didn't have any negativity on your Valentine's Day. I hope that you all had a wonderful experience where you experienced lots of love with whomever you decided to spend that day with, whether it was a significant other or friends or family or just with yourself. Like if you spent it with yourself, I hope you gave yourself all the love that you deserved because you deserve it. Absolutely. Um, and I hope you guys had a wonderful wonderful weekend i'm gonna see you next monday in the meantime if you guys have not been to my website please go visit getthefuckoff.com you guys can get on my email list there um if you guys want to talk about anything you can email me at andy at getthefuckoff.com i also have a great new email series which you can find on my website and it is the drunk and fat to fit and fierce in 10 days email series so as you guys know i used to be very overweight drank a lot uh the person that I described that uh, slept all day that was me um and I was able to over time and with the implement implementation of a lot of different habits and a lot of knowledge be able to take my life and put it on a different course and now I am in a wonderful place and I have dedicated now my life and my time to helping others do the same so I've put together 10 days of of great information um, to help you guys get started if that is a journey that you are looking to get on. I think that we all just want to be the best version of ourselves and I'm hoping that email series will help you guys do it. So go to my website, getthefuckoff.com and you can get, you can subscribe to that email series there. And until next week, guys, take care, be safe, have a wonderful week and I will see you next month.